you know, I've practiced that over 20 plus years of intuitive eating, but it was such a powerful signal. I was like, you don't want meat right now. And that's totally okay. Hey there, welcome to the Biohacker Babes podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Renee, a certified nutritional consultant with a master's degree in nutrition. What's up? And I'm Lauren, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and Czech movement specialist. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. Our mission is to provide actionable steps so you can optimize your health, strengthen your intuition, and support your body's natural healing abilities. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 133 of the Biohacker Babes. My name is Renee and I have my beautiful sister Lauren here with me today. Hi, Nays. One, three, three. I'm just thinking all about numbers right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's like stuck in your head. You start seeing it everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. I don't, I'm sure everyone has experienced this. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Should not assume that, but I like numerology. I don't know a ton about it. I feel like once your attention is drawn to numbers and yes, you start seeing it everywhere. Like I've been on a 111, 11, 11 kick the last couple of months. Mm. I swear I, I don't miss it ever on the clock and it's not intentional. Yeah. I don't know. That's somewhat magical. You always happen to look at the clock right then. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's like not as exciting, but the number nine for me, like that always stands out to me. Like our house was on lot number nine. When we play craps at the casino, I swear nine always hits. Like, I don't know something. Really? Oh, I didn't know that was your magical number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're right. It's like the red Ferrari, right? It's like, once you're aware of it, you see it everywhere. It just stands out. So yeah. we have some. Yeah. Well, before we get into that, I just want to say, welcome everyone. (laughs) We have just the babes today. We got lots of fun topics to talk about. We just had too many things. So we're just going to throw everything at you. Um, Some fun experiences and biohacking experiments that maybe went right and possibly went wrong. <laughs> and, <It doesn't. laughs> and we have a couple of PSAs that we just thought you all deserve to know. So, but let's kick it off with the numbers, Lauren. We have a big one coming up tomorrow. Tell huge, us about huge. Okay. Today is two, two, one, two, two, which means that yesterday was two, two, zero, two, two. Tomorrow is two, 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 two. Woo. Right. Did I get it right? Two, 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 two. Two, 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 two. <laughs> Lots of two. So February 2022 marks the end of the two, two, two sequence in numerology for this century. So we already had two, 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 February 2nd. And then we have February 20th. And tomorrow, I think, feels like the most significant one where it's straight twos across the date. The number two in numerology references and is charged with energy, relationship, balance, and partnership. That's the significance there. And I'm sharing the very little that I know about numerology. I'm just kind of getting into it, but I just thought this one is so big because there's three in a row in February. The key lessons with number two is inviting in compromise, acceptance, compassion, cooperation, and harmony. Oh my gosh. All of those words are so beautiful. And There's no way that we could have made it through the last two years without these qualities. Our world has changed quite dramatically, I'm pretty sure, for everyone. (laughs) 
I would say, especially in the ways that we interact with others. And all of those are about relationship, cooperation, compassion, harmony, right? And so I think the 222 days serve as a reminder for us to know that no matter what happens in our world, we are in a time of cooperation, compassion, I think some duality, harmony, and we have the choice to embody these qualities and really kind of lean into them. So tomorrow is a celebration. This is your invitation. It can be a portal to channel all the love and hope and connection with people in your world. It could be people that you know and love or people that you haven't met yet, but I think there is an undeniable connection, interconnectedness on the planet, in the universe. And tomorrow is a celebration of that. So two, 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 two. Party. (laughs) I love that. I have to say, even with the craziness of the last two years, I have felt more of this interconnectedness. Like, I don't know if it's just living in Vegas. Are the people here different or whatever? But I I meet people (gasps) at like the weirdest places and occasions. And I just immediately connect with them. It's like this crazy magical thing. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel that. The older that I get, I feel like um, my interactions are more and more synchronous or just Mm. feels like everything's kind of curated for me. And every person that I meet really truly feels like there's a a reason for that. Um, I think that's also just, you know, the journey and, and discovering who we really are and our purpose here allows that clarity to see the meaning of these interactions. Yeah, but you true. also just have them. You have some pretty amazing people around you in in Vegas. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, oh, is that a coincidence? <laughs> I know. Literally this morning, Ryan was saying to me, "We're both working downstairs," and he just turns to me and he's like, "We have amazing friends. You really do." <laughs> I was like, I, uh, "Yeah. Why? Why are you saying that?" <laughs> but I know. Yeah, we're really, really fortunate. Yeah, I don't know. If, mm. Did I ever tell the story about how I met my friend Dan on the podcast? At no, EDC. Who's Dan? Yeah, exactly. Who's Dan? At EDC, I'm standing at this pool party and this guy and girl turn around and they say, I love your hair. Where'd you get your hair done? Blah, blah, blah. We're just talking about my hair. And then we go separate ways. We bump into them again, getting lunch the next day, bump into them again, getting dinner the next day. Oh, wow. And then from there on out, we've hung out like six different times. Like we've planned it, but it's just like, the universe made sure that we bumped into each other all those oh, times. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. I have another numerology for you. Maybe you, you can explain it better than me. So our grandmother, uh, grandma, who passed away January 11th this year, 11122. And our cousin, who knows a lot about numerology, said that because that equals seven, when you add up the numbers, it equals seven, and there's some significance to that. Mm-hmm. No, that was interesting. One, 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 two, one, two, two. I'm sorry. I actually don't know the significance of seven other than it's my lucky number. So. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to, if anyone out there is a numerology expert, please share your gifts and knowledge with us, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And enjoy your two, 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 two. Why is it so much fun to say? Okay. <laughs> All right. Today's like a total poo-poo platter, just we're going to have some casual, maybe like vulnerable conversation. There wasn't, to be honest, not a whole lot of planning that went into this because we just had so much that we wanted to discuss. So we made a list and we're going to work our way through it. Great. First thing I really wanted to share 
my experience with Prolon. Whoa. (laughs) Welcome to the dark side. I'm glad you finally tried it. I'm glad you did. I can feel people right now like shaking their heads, rolling their eyes, also like drooling with excitement. (laughs) So many reactions to Prolon. Anyways, for those of you that don't know what Prolon is, it is a five-day fasting mimicking diet. The idea is that you can get the benefits of fasting, which if you listen to us often, you know that uh, fasting is a powerful way to enhance longevity and health span and metabolic health. So you can get the benefits of fasting without giving up food. So they send you five small boxes. Your (laughs) five days of food comes in, in one box and each day you open up a little box And yes, it's all packaged, which was a a major source of resistance for me for a long time. Renee, I know you've done it a couple of times. Mom and dad have done it more than once. Mm, I think mom did it once and dad did it twice, maybe. (laughs) Mom was like, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, exactly. So it's packaged food. There's nothing fresh and it's very minimal calories. So it's enough calories for you to survive, but the idea is nutrient depletion. And the large goal is autophagy, which is where we get our cellular renewal. So it's it's taking out the trash. It's the recycling of old damaged cells that need to be cleaned out. It's cleaning out the debris so that our cells can be clean, fresh, and shiny. And I think another benefit is the metabolic health perspective is that we can kind of give our glucose and insulin a rest. And when we're not storing glucose, we can start to burn glycogen, which also helps us to get into autophagy. So another benefit is weight loss, fat loss, and then also enhance clarity and focus. So I kind of had a a unique relationship to all of those benefits. Also, it's plant-based, which I'm going to say, shoot, really, really hard. Renee and I were meat eaters carnivores at heart. And this, this is really tricky for me, but why I did it is that I have a lot of clients that have done it, are doing it, are curious about it. And I felt a huge responsibility to experience it myself. I I would not say that I wanted to feel the benefits or go through it for my own personal experience. I, I wanted to do it because I'm an educator and I wanted some knowledge around it. Anything to share Renee before I go on? Yeah. I would just say that I, I did it for very similar reasons. I did it. So the first time I actually only made it through four days. And then the second time I only made it through three days. So I didn't Mm. make it through the whole thing. My biggest concern was I wasn't doing it for weight loss. I was doing it for all the other things you said, right? The autophagy, the clarity and all of that. And the first time I did it, I lost three pounds in the first two days, which Mm -hmm. I mean, for most people would be like, yay. But at 107 pounds, I was like, this is not going to work for me. I I really didn't want to lose any weight. So I I kind of cheated a little bit. I ended up adding in a butter MCT oil coffee with lunch to finish it out, which is like 350, 400 calories. Delicious. Yeah. I mean, it was great because it it helped with the hunger. It helped me not to lose the weight and I could still experience what the food tastes like. Because again, I want to be able to speak to that and the soups and the bars and the crackers, you know, you want to be able to talk about what that's like, but. Oh my God. um, The crackers are so good. Oh, and the olives on the days you get the olives, I was like, yes. That yeah, been cracker so and olive day olives. was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's still, I think it's good that we experimented with it, so we can speak a little bit more to it. And then I would just say on the research side, 
the research is pretty mind-blowing. I mean, I've heard Walter Longo speak many times, and then the lead uh, lead scientist with Prolon, I've heard him speak as well at the anti-aging conference. The research is pretty powerful what they're finding from metabolic health. I mean, people are losing weight, obviously, during the five days, but then they're keeping the weight off, and they're also lowering A1C and fasting glucose over time. And most of that research is being done on when people are doing the five-day Prolon once every three months for 12 months. A lot of the research is looking at a full year. So they're really able to look at the Mm. biomarkers over a long term, and they're seeing that you know, especially for diabetics, that it is working. So one round is not going to do that. Yeah. One round is not really the big game changer. Woof. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then as far as the ingredients, I mean, again, the research went into finding the exact macronutrient ratios. So if you're looking at the labels, it's mostly carbs and fat, very low protein which makes sense because protein is what inhibits autophagy, the cellular cleansing. Mm -hmm. But my question was always like, well, why can't we just kind of do a protein fast? And we'll talk about another option on the market in a minute that does Mm -hmm. basically that. They just take the protein Mm -hmm. out and you're just eating fat and carbs. Yeah, because it's pretty low in fats. There were some fats, but not nearly as many as I'm used to consuming in a day. Right. Yeah, it's nothing like a keto version. Oh, right. Yeah, nowhere near. My preferred macronutrient ratios were just so, so opposite end of the spectrum from this. So my body was really kind of like, what the heck? a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I well, really you had your CGM. That. You had your CGM on, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I wish I, but you didn't have no, a CGM? No, I didn't. I didn't. No, I, I'm out of sensors. I didn't have one. And I Darn. considered waiting until I had another sensor, but the box was here. <laughs> Actually, I got it and I I thought that I wanted to do it before I went on my trip to Costa Rica because I knew I would be in a different environment, not in control of what I was eating. I assumed there wasn't going to be a lot of protein there. So I thought that it would be a good entry or a good gateway into that week of eating. Mm. So I received the box and the day I was going to start, I realized I was in the wrong part of my cycle. It was the very end of my cycle right before my day one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is not the time, not the time. And then I ended up starting my cycle a little sooner than I expected. So then I had the perfect five-day window before my trip. So I I did start it. Totally lost my train of thought. Okay. I had extreme hunger. Yeah. So so, so I didn't have my sensor, but I had my finger prick, my keto mojo. So I was tracking um, a little bit, but I wasn't able to see trends. I was able to see momentary data, which was pretty helpful. It would have been cool to see the trends, but I think I gathered what I needed to really extreme hunger. Like I was agitated, super agitated, pretty hangry. Yeah. The first day, just hungry, not hangry. The third day, hungry, hangry, agitated, irritable, like I had to remove myself from family. I was like, I can't, (laughs) That was nice. I, I felt I felt myself bubbling up. I was like, I have to go away because I was having a moment. But amazing, amazing energy and focus and clarity. My brain felt phenomenal. Like I was mm. able to work and see clients and felt very clear. Actually, so much energy that it was difficult for me to sleep at night. I normally can lay down. My sleep latency is about five minutes, and it was taking me closer to thirty minutes full sleep because I had so much energy. So interesting. Much. So that was kind of cool. I had really bad digestive distress. 
my digestion felt really shitty. I just felt like things weren't settling. I had this like sense of uncomfortable fullness, almost like I couldn't take a deep breath, which is really interesting. You think that's what you feel when you eat too much. And, you know, the calories were so few. It wasn't, I was barely eating, but I just felt this expansion in my rib cage where I just felt really uncomfortable. And then by day five, I was not hungry. (laughs) And day six, yeah, I was like, oh man, finally. Day six, when I was able to integrate and start eating food again, I was, um, I had just landed in Costa Rica. I was not interested in food. I was not hungry at all. Didn't care to eat kind of force myself to just get something in. And we sat down at this beautiful outdoor restaurant, like overlooking this amazing landscape. And I opened the menu. I was like, I'm going to eat some meat because I've had meat in almost a week. And I immediately felt nauseous looking at the meat on the menu. I was like, I can't eat this. I had no interest. I really thought I was just going to like go down on some meat and Interesting. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. So that was probably the most surprising part of this whole experiment. Cause I've been, I almost get a little anxious thinking about not having access to meat. Cause I feel like that's what makes me feel really good. And mm-hmm. I found that I can feel good without it. Hmm. And shows um, how after a five day fast, whether prolon or water or whatever, you have to go so slow adding foods back in. You don't want to go and eat like a 12 ounce ribeye mm-hmm. the next day. No, that would have really been uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah. But it almost felt like a reset from sugar. You know, it's really hard to get off sugar, but after a week or so of not eating sugar, then you want it less. And it almost felt like a release of that attachment to meat where it's like, okay, I'm definitely not going to stop eating meat in my life, but maybe I can have a new relationship with it or just explore. It, it was a really, really intuitive feeling. I was like, wow. And, you know, I've practiced that over 20 plus years of intuitive eating, but it was such a powerful signal. I was like, you don't want meat right now. And that's totally okay. Right. Totally. Okay. That's the the key there. Yeah. So what I would change, I, I don't think that I would spend money on the box again. I thought it was pretty expensive for processed food that hurt my stomach. So I would make my own soup if I did it again. And yeah, I think, I think there's a way to do it without buying, buying the food. Dad didn't have any of the digestive distress. So it may just be me, but I don't, you know, I don't eat like rice flour and potato starches. And I eat so clean that that was really aggressive to me. So I think this is a good segue into the program that we would offer. Yeah. Share, Renee. Yeah. So Daily Dose came out within the last year. They basically took the same research and rules and created a whole food real food-based plan. So it's still five days, same calories, same macros, but none of it's processed. So they, it's actually cool. So you order it and they send you the first two days worth of food because it's all fresh, like it's made to order. And Mm -hmm. then on day two, you'll get the next three days of food so that it stays a little bit fresher, but it's beautiful. It's all just like amazing rainbow vegetables and then a little bit of fat And I tweaked the diet again, like I did with Prolon. Like I was adding olive oil and avocado on top of most of the meals just to prevent the weight loss and to help with the satiety issue. But you could totally do it without that. something they recommend? No, no. I just did that on my own. Okay. That's just you knowing your body and... Yeah. 
just knowing that with the key of getting the autophagy benefits, I knew I wasn't adding any protein. I mean, it really was like vegetables, very, very, very little protein, and then some fat. I was just upping the fat so that I was hopefully in ketosis, getting those benefits, and then not losing weight. And Mm -hmm. I have to say for those five days, I felt great. Like my digestion felt good, much better than Prolon. Prolon, I had a little (laughs) bit of what you had. And Ryan had it really bad, like really bad, like stomach pains and bloating on Prolon. Yeah. Um, But it's definitely low. It's got to be lower carb and lower sugar because even on Prolon, like those bars with like the honey and whatever in it. So sweet. So sweet. And then on Daily Dose, there's none of that. And then there was like a coconut chia pudding that was to die for. Oh my gosh. Um, All of the food tasted great. My only downside to it is it's expensive. It's like $400 for five days of food. Yeah. So I'm like, if you can afford it, like, great, do it. But I think you could potentially do it on your own. You know, you might have to work. Yeah. But I think the the container is that you're one taking the guesswork out. Oh, for sure. It's like, I would pay a lot of money for convenience and for structure. (laughs) Yeah. And I think most people need that. And that's why Prolon, I think works well too, because I think Prolon is going after the people that are eating like fast food. They, they don't cook. Yeah. They don't know how to count macros. They don't even know where to begin. So here's mm-hmm. a box. Super, super easy. Like, I think yeah. that's the target market. Yeah. Okay. Well, I definitely want to do daily dose and I, I will pay for it. And, and also, um, my friend Trisha is the founder of daily dose and we've been trying to get her on the podcast for a while. So if you want to learn more about daily dose, she will get her on some point. <laughs> yes. And we have a coupon code for daily dose. Yeah. The biohacker yeah. babes gets you 20% off, which is, I mean, that's a significant chunk of money right there. Yeah. That's great. I just want to circle back and just wrap up a few more things. So <laughs> my glucose was off the charts high, higher than I've ever experienced it, which I really want to get in touch with someone, um, maybe higher up in the company to talk me through that. Because my understanding is that you cannot get into autophagy if you're not tapping into glycogen stores, right? If you still have glucose coming in, your insulin's coming in, glucose is rising. I I don't know if it's possible to get into cellular autophagy. So I was really kind of blown away at how much it spiked my glucose. That felt really terrible. Oh man, what was the other thing? What else was I going to share? It'll come to me. You have anything else? Oh, I did lose nine pounds in five days. Where did that come from? (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. I didn't feel in my body any different and I don't feel like my clothes felt any different, but the scale showed that. And I, you know, I kept going back. I was like, really, really? Yeah. And I've maintained that, which is strange. I don't know. Maybe I'm eating too much meat. (laughs) All part of the experiment. Anyways, some really good positives, some, some negatives. And I guess the overall takeaway is I think it's an awesome experiment and I would do it on my own next time. Yeah. Lots of pros and cons. Yeah. And maybe yeah. we can get someone from Prolon on and we can pick their brain about some of these questions. Yes. I have a resource. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Great. All right. And now that's a wrap on the Prolon episode. <laughs> <laughs> episode 134. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So next we want to talk about some biohacking experiments that we're doing because Lauren, I don't know about you, but I have like a stack of products and toys and things I'm trying to try and test and give feedback. So 
I know. Bless the mailman that's always delivering some surprise <laughs> box. It's really awesome. We get to try so many things. Like, I know. It's keep super up. fun. Yeah. So thank you for all the all the goodies. I know Ryan every day is like, what is this box? I'm like, I don't know. Okay. So next up. So a new mouth tape. How do you say this name? Vio? Vio2? 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 Like Vio2? Um, no, I guess that doesn't make sense because that Vio2 is the thing. Vio2? Vio2? We will link to it in the show notes. You can look it up. So I would say I just started using it. I have never really enjoyed mouth tape. I don't know that anyone enjoys it, but most of the other ones I've tried. (laughs) just can't shut her mouth. Yeah. They feel like I'm just putting duct tape across my lips and it's just like uncomfortable. I feel like it's suffocating. So I would say the pro to this new mouth tape is it was really comfortable. It looks like the letter I. So it just goes like on your upper lip and, you know, above your lip and down across, but it does keep your mouth shut. And you so can why are we wear it either way, right? You can wear it horizontally or vertically. I think is what the instructions say. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. I've, I've just, I just did the I, but so you could wear it as an H. Yes. 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 Fancy, mm. fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're new to mouth taping, you're like, what in the heck is this about? We've talked about the importance of nasal breathing on the show before, right? We, don't want to be mouth breathers. I mean, during the day, but especially when we're sleeping. So breathing through our nose, it's really important because we have a full filtration system and just for the prevention of getting any kind of pathogens in your body, nasal breathing is super important. But also when we're nasal breathing, we're in a more parasympathetic state versus mouth breathing or more sympathetic. So maybe you've noticed when you're doing like a really intense workout, at some point you're breathing through your mouth. You're like gasping for air, right? And I know some people actually say, if you're breathing through your mouth, you're working out too hard. That's a whole other theory. But mm. so you want to try and focus on that nasal breathing as much as you can, but especially when you're sleeping and when you're sleeping, you don't know what the heck is happening, right? Your mouth is probably wide open. I mean, maybe your spouse has said that you snore, which is an obvious sign of mouth breathing. But for those of us that don't snore, it's hard to really know. And that's where the mouth tape can come in. A caveat here, dad, I know you're listening. Our dad, who's a biological dentist, he always warns you don't want to just slap on mouth tape if you don't know what's going on because breathing through your mouth can be a way of survival. So if you do have any kind of nasal congestion, if you do have sleep apnea, you want to get that checked out. You don't want to just slap it on your mouth and then force your body to figure it out. That can be actually really dangerous. So please work with you know a biological dentist or your, your physician to make sure that there's no issues there. If that yeah, that's really freaking irritating that this trend is just taking off. And I feel like every biohacker and health practitioner is like, you have to mouth tape. And we're, yeah. we're forgetting like all these people that preach root cause and finding out the why and personalization. And, you know, there's no one size fits all. You can't just say across the board, everyone needs to mouth tape. It's so dangerous. Yes. So there's our first PSA of the day. Whoops. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. So like I said, you know, rule all those things out, but if you are a candidate for mouth tape, I would say yes to this brand. I'm a fan. I think it's my, it's my favorite I found so far. Yeah. The material is really soft. It felt, it felt much better than others that were just kind of rough. I didn't really see a benefit though. I mean, I'm going to explore it more, but my respiratory rate didn't change. I woke up with a really intense sore throat. Oh, weird. Yeah. All right. More to come on that. More to come. Yeah. I think the emphasis is on, again, as Renee said, nasal breathing. It's one of the best ways to deliver oxygen to the rest of your body. And even something as simple as, you know, your weight loss journey, 
we to burn fat and to achieve weight loss, you need oxygen delivery throughout your body. And a lot of us are not getting optimal oxygenation. So yeah. Yeah. We'll do another segment. Yeah. And, and I, just a side note there, I would say if you have any trackers like the BioStrap or the Aura Ring, you want to be paying attention to your oxygen saturation and your respiratory rate. Those are such key markers to be watching. Side note there. Okay. What's up, biohackers? We wanted to interrupt today's show to tell you about our favorite detox and recovery drink, Coast. It's a next-level wellness drink that we've been sipping on this past year, and it's available in a quick and easy shot or in a powdered stick that easily mixes in water. My personal favorite is the powder. And you know, since we're on the go a lot, our bodies need extra support against all the daily stressors like work, exercise, maybe even a little bit of partying in there, you name it. <laughs> This is where Coast no. comes in. <laughs> so Coast, it helps flush out toxins, replenish lost nutrients, and repair our cells. Totally. Oh my gosh. I love Coast. I think what I love the most is that it combines so many cutting edge ingredients into one little drink rather than taking a host of supplements. In this one bottle or powder, we get an NAD plus precursor, antioxidants, vitamins, and amino acids. We personally love drinking it a few times a week, either post-workout or to prepare or recover from drinking alcohol. I think in a nutshell, it helps flush out the bad stuff and put more of the good stuff back in. That's what's in the back of my mind anytime that I drink it. Plus, there's no sugar, no artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. So it is super, super clean. So if you want to learn more, head over to coastdrink.com and you can use code biohackerbabes at checkout to save 15%. We will put the link and the discount code in the show notes for today's episode. Woo. Next up. So my newest experiment, I literally just started it yesterday. I am going to be testing out the BPC-157 capsules. I have heard some mixed reviews. Like Lauren, I know you've done BPC-157 injections and- Mm -hmm. It seems like more for pain and inflammation recovery, especially local area treatment, you want to be doing the injections. The capsules, what I'm finding is it's really only beneficial for digestion because of the way that the peptides, I'm sorry, this is a peptide. I didn't even explain that circling back. (laughs) Back Um, Yeah. So the way that the peptide actually gets into the digestive system, they're finding it's helping with inflammation in the GI tract. And I recently did my GI map test. I like to do that once a, once a year just to see what's going on. And I had a couple markers that were not optimal. So that is what I'm going to be testing out. The peptide is not cheap. That's why I'm going to experiment and share back what, what I find testing wise, but yeah, BPC 157, definitely check this one out. So many amazing benefits. I feel like it's like the number one peptide people are talking about right now. And the FDA Mm -hmm. is kind of leaving it alone at the moment, which is good news. Oh, please. 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 It healed my ankle injury or it was a major player in my healing of my ankle injury. So that would be super sad if we didn't have access to it. What was the purpose of you starting it? Did I miss that? Right. So like I was saying with the GI maps, so some of my markers that were not optimal. So to be more specific, so beta glucuronidase was a little bit elevated, which can mean that there's some inflammation, potentially Mm -hmm. phase two detoxification is not optimal, which I'm actually doing another protocol specifically for that. And then also low secretory IgA, which is a really good marker for immune function. And, you know, so much of our immune system is in our gut. So if our gut is not healthy, we're going to, you know, get sick more often, have more immune issues. And typically low means stress quite often. That's a huge 
cause of that. And it's, which is weird. I'm never stressed out. No, never. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I, I just need to get my stress under control a little bit, but I'm going to target it with the BPC 157 and see how things go. Very cool. Yeah. I like that there's different delivery formats, capsules, injections, which I did, which is fine and easy if you're okay with needles, but you know, there's a process and you have to be really sanitary. And then um, nasal sprays are also an option with peptides. So it's nice that we have more options. If you want to learn more, uh, we did talk to Jay Campbell a lot about peptides and his course is coming out hopefully in March. this month, beginning of March. So we'll let you guys know when that release is. So we can all learn about peptides together. Yes. Such a fun topic. What else? So I wanted to throw one more in here, nitric oxide. I don't feel like we've talked about this too much on this show, but so nitric oxide, it's a really, really important for gosh, everything, cardiovascular (laughs) health, oral health, (laughs) sexual health. I know some light bulbs just went off. They're like, wait, what? Sexual health and brain health. So something that made this maybe more popular in the mainstream is Viagra. How does that work? basically working on the nitric oxide pathways. And some interesting researchers actually found that those that take Viagra have a reduced risk for developing dementia, which Mm. shows the link between nitric oxide and brain health, which is a lot to do with blood flow. That's also Mm -hmm. sexual health, right? Better sex when there's more blood flow to certain areas of the body. I'm not saying go out and buy Viagra. (laughs) There's other ways we can support nitric oxide, but a really fun biohack is just go on Amazon and get some nitric oxide test strips. You can get like a oh, big Oh, I saw tube. you just did that. Yeah, that's why this is like the top of my head. So Ryan and I, my husband, we did a little nitric oxide competition yesterday. So the test nice. strip, you just put it on your tongue for like 10 seconds and then you wait 10 seconds and it changes colors. And guess who won? He I did. did. Oh. Ah, how dare you? <laughs> oh, that wasn't judgment. I just thought that the answer was going to not be obvious. Uh, oh, yeah, because he's so healthy. (laughs) (laughs) So I won just by a little bit, but that was like very eye opening to him. He was like, Oh, I want to take a nitric oxide supplement now. And I'm like, Cool. Anytime he wants to take a supplement, I'm really excited about that. So, oh, I love that test. Don't guess. Testing provides such valuable information. Yes. So, no matter what age you are, get the test strips. If it's low, get a supplement. You know, Nathan Bryan is our nitric oxide guru. Gosh, I would love to have him on the podcast one day, but his supplement is really helpful for increasing that. And then we can also boost nitric oxide through food. So things like beets and leafy greens, but it takes a lot of those to see a difference. And then the other thing is do not use mouthwash, especially with alcohol in it. Oh, yeah. So nitric oxide production is really big in the mouth. And anytime we use like an alcohol mouthwash, it kills off the good bacteria that help with that. So no, no to the mouthwash natural. No, no. I think I saw a headline once. It was like, is your mouthwash causing your erectile dysfunction? Wow. That's so great. <laughs> That'll grab some Way attention. to get your attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all connected people. <laughs> it really is. It really is. All right, so there's some fun that's fascinating. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm going to get some, I did a nitric oxide test it came, it came with one of a lab, a lab, wow, English. It came with one of my lab tests. I wish I could remember what it was. It was a GA map or maybe like a Viome or something. They threw in a freebie. Hmm. Can't remember. It was a while ago. Nice. But my levels were, were not optimal. So I'm going to get back on that train. All right. Get on cool. it. Okay. 
redirect from nitric oxide to plant medicine. All right, Lauren, you coming out of the closet? Oh, are you announcing me? <laughs> I want to hear about your Costa Rica trip. I'm sure everyone does. Oh, my so jealous. gosh. Okay. I went to Costa Rica and I want to share this with you because I think it's no surprise if you've been listening to us for the last, I don't know, year, maybe closer to six months more specifically. We've been kind of teasing and dropping bits of information surrounding our own personal experiences with plant medicine. And we've had a few experts come on to delve a little bit into these worlds. Like Robbie Bent was such a good one, such a good intro. And we had Melissa, Melissa way, way back. And then yes, Peter recently. I, yeah, I wanted to take today to come out of the psychedelic closet. (laughs) I am becoming a preparation and integration coach for psychedelic medicine. I have been studying with Third Wave, which is an organization that is educating coaches. So I started last summer with a six-week microdosing course, which was not specifically for coaches, anyone that was interested in microdosing and kind of laid the foundation for setting intentions and creating set and setting, which is mindset and environment, and then experiencing microdosing, which I've had experience with. Over the last couple of years, I've had amazing success with productivity and clarity and creativity and just feeling a little more grounded, not necessarily healing trauma, which I equate more to macrodoses, but certainly is not out of the realm of possibility. So my own personal experience has kind of funneled me into this place of really wanting to share that and learn more about it. And for those of you that are not familiar, Third Wave, the organization is named after this third wave of psychedelics coming back into the public sphere. So we had two other instances where psychedelics were kind of rolled out. Most people know about the 60s and 70s uh, with the war and the hippie revolution that kind of got shut down by President Nixon and um, psychedelics have had a very bad reputation since. So this third wave is this unfolding of trying to bring it back into the public mental health space specifically in a very safe and responsible way. So I am really grateful to be a part of that third wave. And yes, I guess this is my announcement to you that this is what I'm doing. And I feel really, really excited and passionate about this and hopefully helping a lot of people in a different way. I think with my own coaching, I started to hit some roadblocks where I felt like a lot of my clients were just really are really, really intelligent. They come with a lot of knowledge and wisdom and just super high level biohackers and they know what to do. But I think the commonality a lot of times is that they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to put one foot in front of the other and actually enact change. And what I've experienced with psychedelics is it allows us to take a step forward. I'm trying to make this short. I know you guys have heard us talk about the default mode network and being in that rigid state of mind. Psychedelics create neuroplasticity where we can rewire our brain pathways. And that's how we make change. That's how we forge a new path. That's how we create the new fresh snow tracks. And so it can spur change in so many different ways, like creativity, problem-solving capacity. It creates more favorable conditions to just make a new choice. And gosh, I could talk about this all day long. There's so much, so much possibility and opportunity. And I see it healing people in so many spaces. I know, Renee, you could probably share that too. You've seen it change people's lives. 
the reason I'm saying this is I am really excited to share it with all of you. And this is just the beginning. The beginning of the third wave. Yeah. Maybe we do a whole episode where you really share more of your, you know. Yeah. Hopefully in a more concise and (laughs) organized fashion. (laughs) So anyway, so I went to Costa Rica. I'm in the six month coaching certification and it is part of our course to go on this five day retreat with the entire class. So we went and we stayed on these grounds called Brave Earth, which was a completely sustainable space. You know, our our bathrooms were essentially toilets above the ground and we had to put sawdust in them, (laughs) some plumbing, and just really amazing to live off of the earth and just be super connected to nature, but also connected to community. That's sort of been the, the biggest blessing from this course so far is just learning how to truly, 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 gosh, I feel like I've explored this word so much in psychotherapy and just in my relationships with people, but to truly be vulnerable. We had a lot of workshops about creating safety and just being in the surrender. And it's so freaking incredible what happens when you allow yourself to go there, learning how similar we all are beyond our our day-to-day ruminations and anxieties and doubts and fears, you realize, yeah, the variables change from person to person, but our basic needs and desires and feelings are totally the same. And so in my process of learning to be a coach and to bring this to my clients in a safe and responsible way, I'm also, I don't know, learning to be a better, more connected human. And it's just been really awesome. So I guess stay tuned. Yeah. Wow. That's, that sounds so cool. The place that you stayed at sounds amazing. I mean, most of us have never experienced staying at a place that's fully sustainable like that. Can you imagine? It's pretty rare because it's hard. It's really hard. Like the co-founder spoke to us a lot. He was there with us a lot and gave us a tour and explained it. And, you know, it's like hard, it's really difficult. They came up against a lot of challenges and I think they're still learning. Hmm. I'm thinking about that documentary, The Biggest Little Farm. Oh yeah. That family took seven years to actually figure out how to have a regenerative and sustainable ecosystem where everything kind of had a purpose and, and fed into the next, like the integration is really difficult, but having the integrity to want to move in that direction is just a really cool thing. Yeah. That reminds me of a documentary I saw a while ago, the minimalist man or something. I'll, I'll, I'll link to it in the show. We notes. saw that at, um, Helio effects. Oh, is that where like we saw it? Three- where- where years he, ago? Yeah, where he couldn't have... Oh, that's a different documentary. I know which oh, one really? you're talking about. That was good too. This one, the man was living in New York City and he could not have any trash for a year. Oh no, I remember that one too. Yeah, 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 yeah I'll yeah, have to yeah, look yeah. up the name and, and share that. And how hard it was. I mean, to not like, buy like a beverage out of a plastic bottle ever. Yeah, I think like, see if you can go one day without producing trash, even like recycles, like one day. Mm. This guy went a whole year. Yeah, it's hard. It definitely takes time to adjust. So cool. Well, thank you for sharing your experience. Oh, thank you for listening. I want to watch those documentaries again. I, they actually, those two both inspired me to get the tattoo that I have on my arm. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my minimalist tattoo return to the mud. So cool. Yeah. Renee, tell us about Mind Bloom before we leave the plant medicine space. 
Yeah. So I guess, I mean, similar to you, I've been kind of dropping this <laughs> over the last couple months. So I just finished my mind bloom therapy sessions. It was a three month program. And for anyone that doesn't know, so mind bloom is a ketamine assisted therapy. So you work with, you have a psychiatrist, you have an integration coach. And my goal was just to overall reduce some, you know, day-to-day anxiety and some OCD tendencies. I've had OCD stuff since I was a kid. And I will say, so just completing it, I would say overall, I definitely noticed a difference for a solid week after each session. But now that I haven't had a session in two or three weeks, I feel like it's maybe tapering off a little bit. Mm. So I want to do a deeper dive. I'm going to talk with my integration coach and see like what I need to be doing long-term because the week after a session, like I definitely felt a lot better. And it's, it's definitely intriguing and there's so much amazing research on, I mean, all of these different medicines, but especially ketamine. And I'm going to link to this in the show notes, because I would love for people to take a deeper dive, but research on ketamine for, I mean, people getting off of alcohol, opioids, I mean, even cocaine, I mean, it's like, you know, some harder drugs, OCD, anxiety, depression, but people are seeing benefits for like one to two years after. And I would love to see that too. But I think like short-term, I've definitely seen a benefit. And one thing, uh, I keep talking about my husband today, Ryan, I hope you're listening. Shout out to you again. He said to me yesterday, he noticed I have been more spontaneous. Ooh, fun. Yeah. And like, and he said this because the other night, uh, friends of ours last minute said, we have free tickets to the Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson show tonight on a Monday night. Do you want to go? <laughs> Old Renee would have been like, I can't, it's a work. No. <laughs> I have too much to do, whatever. But spontaneous Renee was like, let's do it. And we went and oh, it was I love spontaneous Renee. <laughs> the show was phenomenal. So worth, you know, losing maybe an hour of sleep that night or whatever. But yeah, so I think some of that plays in just like the spontaneity of less anxiety and stuff. So, mm. so again, stay tuned. I'm going to keep Really kind awesome on this trail. <laughs> yeah. I love that we're doing different things in this space so we can learn from each other and share. So I'm excited to continue to be part of your journey. Yeah, you too. And anyone else, we'd love to hear from you if you've tried anything or if you're interested in learning more, we're happy to keep the discussion going. Yeah, totally. All right. We're winding down. We have a few random facts for you. That's what we labeled it. Random facts. Random facts. <laughs> This is you, Renee. Go for it. Yeah, I'll just throw this out real quick. So, I mean, Lauren and I get emails every day with like a million health newsletters and topics. And I love reading through it and kind of seeing what's going on in the health industry. And this one just like really stood out to me this morning. So, there's a new blood test for screening colon cancer. And, you know, one of the biggest concerns with colon cancer is quite often once it's diagnosed, it's it's too late. It's it's pretty far gone which obviously, you know, prevents treatment options from, you know, being more effective. So I thought this was interesting because they're finding with just this blood test, not only could they diagnose colon cancer at early stage, but they could tell if the tumor has spread or metastasized without doing any other tests or scans. Hmm. This had a 94% accuracy and then compared to, I, yeah, I don't know what, what, like, so the gold standard is a colonoscopy right? Most people know that like once you're 50, that's what you do. You get your colonoscopy, but usually Mm -hmm. by, if they're picking up something at that point, 
like I said, it's pretty far gone, but also the colonoscopy is very intrusive, right? I mean, if anyone has done it, it's not fun. Like you have a whole prep day and then the day of it's not fun, not fun. So yeah, I don't know what the accuracy of that is, but they're also finding that this, um, another study with this test, they detected cancer in 95% of the individuals who had no symptoms, but received a diagnosis four years later. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's a significant amount of time. And so one of the tests is the the first sight test by CellMax Life. That's one out of California. If you wanted to like look a little bit further, but what the blood test is doing, it's actually picking up the presence of circulating GI epithelial cells that line the intestines, intestines. So it's actually ending up in the bloodstream and they can pick it up. Mm, Wow. Prevention medicine. So cool. It's so powerful because we know just because there's a lack of symptoms doesn't mean that something is not out of balance. Right. It's so hard yeah. Yeah. to diagnose, so hard to pick up on that stuff. Yeah. So the more prevention. I love seeing studies like this come out. Yeah. It's great. Exciting. Random fact. Go medicine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, another PSA. We are <laughs> sad to inform you. We found out about a greens powder on the market that is not what it says or claims to be. And I'm not going to mention the name. We're going to respect their process and hopefully they will act out of integrity and do the right thing over time. But we'll use this opportunity to double down our support for Paleo Valley. We really trust and believe in what they're doing, their quality control, their their very strict regulations in delivering a clean product. And even before we found out, found out this information about the other company, what we really like about Paleo Valley is that it's the only product on the market that does not include grass greens in their greens powder. Grass greens are like your wheat grass, your barley grass, which have wheat in them. And a lot of people have even more of a sensitivity to wheat than to gluten. And so if you have that sensitivity and you think that you're adding a greens powder in for like maximal nutrition, you actually could be really offending and irritating your gut. And so Paleo Valley has always been awesome about that. They, they, and Autumn talked about that on our podcast when we interviewed her. There's no grass screen. So it's a really, really clean, clean, clean product. So I guess we're saying this, we're sharing this with you because we know how difficult it is to decipher product quality on the market. And I was really kind of blown away and disheartened to find out about this other company. And I feel like <laughs> Renee and I were, were pretty good about doing the research and finding out which products to trust. But man, Like we can be surprised. We can be fooled just as easily as the next person. So we're sharing that because we want to let you know that we will always do our best to stay in integrity and share honest information with you as we learn it. Of course, we're going to make mistakes and sometimes we don't know. But right now, this is the information we have. And if you are looking for a greens powder, Paleo Valley, this is not an ad. This is a... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I just have to say in autumn... I mean, Paleo Valley, it's like a small family business. Every time they release a product, like, you know, how much time and effort went into creating that one product, mm-hmm. but autumn, because she had so many GI issues, that's how she discovered this whole issue with the grasses. Every time she had a green juice, she like had gas and bloating and she was like, uh, how is that possible? Terrible. Right? So yeah, I love the Paleo Valley greens. And I know you said this isn't an ad, but I will just throw in there. 
I do know that Paleo Valley is having a sale this month on their apple cider vinegar complex, which is great. (laughs) Yeah. Great for blood sugar, digestion, energy, brain fog, so many things. And then their beef sticks, which like, that's a whole nother thing. Like, please don't buy beef sticks at like your local gas station. Those are just terrible. Crap sticks. Crap sticks. (laughs) Yeah. So those, both of those products are on sale (laughs) till the end of February. So just I'll throw that in there. I mean, the beef sticks, the Paleo Valley ones, they taste so different. I mean, if you Mm -hmm. have that, you'll never want to go back to like the crappy ones. You'll realize how preservative filled and potentially sugar filled they are. Yeah. They're fake. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love, love Paleo Valley. So many supplements that I recommend to my clients. Um, Apple cider vinegar is a huge one and their organ complex. Oh, yes. For my plant-based vegan thyroid and just biohacking optimizers. Man, so good for so many things. Yeah. I take it for my iron levels, Mm. the organs. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to throw two more things at you guys. Our good friend, Dr. Anna Kabeca. If you haven't listened to her on the podcast, go back and check her out last year. She is just the sweetest woman in the world. She has a new book coming out, Menu Pause. It's coming out April 12th. So we're telling you way in advance. If you want to go pre-order it, we'll put the link in the show notes, especially for anyone in menopause, perimenopause, you got to follow her. She's doing amazing things and I can't wait to read the book. I think it's going to be awesome. Menu pause. And she has lots of great recipes too. She makes it very easy to focus on diet first. She's always like diet and lifestyle first. And then you can look at supplements, maybe hormones, all of that. But Mm, yeah, she's got a great philosophy. Yeah. And last announcement, biohacking Congress. So when this podcast comes out, that's going to be just a couple weeks away. So that's going to be a live event in Las Vegas in my home, 10 minutes down the street. Lucky me. (laughs) And Lauren will be here with me. So if you want to come attend live or virtual, you can totally do virtual. If you use code biohackerbabes at checkout, you'll get 30% off your ticket. So we'd love to see you all in person, if you can make it out here, I will also Mm -hmm. throw out, we're trying to do like a big biohacker group hike in beautiful Red Rock Canyon the same weekend. So it should be a fun time. Awesome. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see you in person. (laughs) Please come, please come. If you're listening, I just, oh, I'm craving all the hugs in the world and connections and meeting people in person, right? Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Two, 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 two. Yep. Let's connect. <laughs> awesome. All right. It's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today for this kind of random, but um, fun, honest, casual conversation by Hacker Babes. And I wish you all an amazing two, 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 two. Please let that sink in, invite it in, connect, love on some people, um, find a way to celebrate tomorrow. I think it's, it's going to be a beautiful and energetic day. Absolutely. All All right. right. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We will see you next time. See you next time. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional.